Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the Sourcing Lowdown, brought to you by Visage.jobs. I'm Evelyn Egan, I'm the Global Crowdsourcing Manager with Visage, and I'm so happy to have my first guest on the show. Really, he needs no introduction. He is a sourcing industry leader, author of four books, three of which fall under the full stack recruiter umbrella. And one that's written in Czech, which I'm not going to even try to pronounce because I will just embarrass myself and probably bring shame to your language. Uh, please welcome Mr. Jan Tixe. Thank you very much for joining us, Jan, and Hi for everyone. agreeing to do this. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so I, was, I do want to ask you so many questions about the book that's written in Czech, but maybe that's a whole separate conversation for a whole <laughs> separate time, I would probably. say. <laughs> But what I was reading today, um, which I loved, was your 20 questions that you answered for oh, the okay. recruiting brain food. Um, and I was reading them and I found them really interesting. And then I came to question 19, which was, what decision makes you say, what was I thinking? And your answer was taking a job in recruitment. And it got me thinking, I actually don't know your story about how you got into recruitment, because everyone has a story on how they got into recruitment. So Without spending all night talking about it, give me give me a really quick rundown as to how you ended up in this beautiful industry so, of ours. So basically, the short story is uh, when I was studying on uh, college, I met one girl and she started their recruitment agency, and I helped them to, with the IT support and all the things around. Okay. Uh, then she asked, and I also. I've, I had in that time I had a really strange hobby. I was applying on colleges because I like to do those tests, uh, the, the the IQ and, and IQ test and the, the, the like general knowledge, um, yeah. and that was some kind of a hobby. Uh, I know it's strange, but uh, I and in that time I had two options: I can go and study uh, the IT university. Uh, here mm-hmm. at Brno, or I can go work. So uh, basically, that was during uh, summer. So I told that lady, like, hey, you know, uh, I will try. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, or and if it and after three months, if you fire me or I will leave, I will go to university. I, you know, there's no problem at all. Uh, and after three months, I find out that it's interesting. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I had no knowledge at all when I was accepting the job uh, because I only know that you know I will be speaking with the people about the opportunities sounds like a fun I can earn more money than I had previous in previous job and uh, you know that's perfect that's like perfect job you know just yeah you know, just calling people like hey I've got a great opportunity but I didn't realize that their answer in most cases like why are you calling me or why calling no i'm not interested (laughs) yeah yeah so uh during those three months i my idealistic um uh or basically the 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 vision i've got was shattered into pieces (laughs) and i start taking that as a challenge and i was so pissed at the beginning i was like no I, I, I definitely find a way how to yeah. make it more interesting and how to mm-hmm. convince the people. So mm-hmm. I challenge myself to try to convince as many people as uh, I can during the short period of time. And then I realized that the job is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's not about what I want or what company wants, but it's True. more about what people 
what, what, what people are looking for, what, what is their uh, expectation. And I really enjoyed, uh, there was the time that mm-hmm. you had to do the personal interview. So basically speak with those people personally, not just over the yeah. phone. And I heard so many stories. Some of those people turned into my friends. That was wow. really interesting. And yeah. honestly, I never expected. Uh, and I, those five years uh, in the agency were quite challenging. Uh, yeah. But I also met many, uh, many new friends there uh, and uh, learned so many things about the industry. And uh, the fun part is that some of those people I met as a candidates, they are working with me currently at the, the company. So, uh, so yeah, the wor- world is small. <laughs> world is small, definitely. So what happened? I, I'm, I'm assuming after the three months of the summer, you didn't go studying. You yeah, stayed, stayed working. Yeah, yeah, I stayed in job. But plus, I, uh, the, the university uh, that applied for, it was uh, the IT university. And this, it was really connected with mathematics. And I'm really bad in that. You so were like, like, no. Lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the rest, they say, is history. So yep. imagine. That's, that's, that's correct. Uh, that's... And I'm working in recruitment field for many, many years. I'm not going to mention it because sounds like... Uh, well, you've yeah. achieved many, many things in the many, many years that you have been working in recruitment. So I think, um, you know, as I'm a firm believer, everything happens for a reason. And and most recent or i suppose a lot of your time now has been with solar winds for the last eight years eight or nine years yes, it'll be eight plus years and it's uh the company's amazing because yeah. the pe- because the people that i work with and uh, they are the sole reason why i'm staying there and i hope i will stay there for a longer time because those people you know every day they challenge me to do better things be better as a person as a colleague and uh it's like nothing is impossible there so yeah. you can always well, you kind of, find a way you kind of answered my question because my and i've often thought about this because we know each other now a couple of years through um sourcecon mainly uh meeting at conferences and stuff and then obviously your books and so on i have more i have the other two um on pre-order well i have in saying that i haven't actually given them to myself i've been giving them out to my team as prizes um when they get both instead of getting financial bonuses i've been giving them out your books um because i think learning is is the best way to to become a far better sorcerer but one of the things i often wondered was you know yeah and like he's so accomplished he must get inundated with emails from other recruiters, from TA directors, from VPs of HR, come set up my team, set up my team, or run my TA department. And yet here you are with SolarWinds, you know, as a manager for the last eight, nine years. And I think, what what are SolarWinds doing? I mean, obviously they're a fantastic company. I know little about them, but I do know that they are, that there's some very good things that are said about them. But I mean, you must get some offers and to say that you are still a manager, you know, managing people, people, I suppose in one sense, I'm like a little jealous of the people that get to report into you because, you know, anybody else with your success could have easily have moved on at this stage. So clearly solar winds and, and the people and the innovation that it offers you is, is what's keeping you there. Well, you know, it's, 
it's all about the people. Uh, I'm really grateful for amazing team that uh, is reporting me and also the other people we've got uh, in team globally because those people, you know, are not only I can consider some of them as a friends, a good friends, mm-hmm. but they are like really good human beings. And that's all about. And the reason, yes, I'm getting some of the offers. Uh, some of them are really interesting, but it's more connected with, uh, they are they are usually trying to fix some problem, uh, okay. like, hey, hire more people, but you can hire more people for a company with really terrible reputa- reputation. Yes. And yes. I, I'm not, I'm not looking for a change or, yeah. or, or hopefully I, I don't need to, to, to look for a change for mm-hmm. quite time. But well, it sounds like you get the change in SolarWinds. Like, I mean, for me, the reason why I've left previous companies is because I haven't been able to get the change or I haven't been able to maybe innovate or, you know, get, get what's missing. But it sounds like with SolarWinds, you're getting that opportunity. Well, that first of all, yes, uh, and I'm really grateful for that. And the second part is I'm always trying to find my own challenge uh, yes. because there is no boss in the world that will come and tell you, learn this, learn that. So I'm trying to be involved in new things, new projects, new new things. And I'm really grateful for the, the that my colleagues from other teams give me the opportunity to cooperate with them because, for example, our marketing team, those people are so amazing. Like, yeah. you know, I am, I'm so happy that, uh, that every project that I can work with, uh, or they can work with them. On, yeah, it's 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 just blessing. It, they are so creative, talent. I'm every single time I'm learning lots of new things. Yeah. So yeah. you know, that's I'm then, just I'm just super lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I've and got so, that opportunity. You know, it does happen. It definitely does happen. I'm going to address the elephant in the room, as I suppose we're all talking about it. It has consumed our lives for the last. 10, 11 months, uh, well, short of 10 or 11 months. How has your, I suppose, sourcing recruitment journey been in this COVID um, time that we're all experiencing or that the whole world is going through at the moment? What, What differences have you seen? Have you seen any differences in how we're sourcing or how companies are hiring? What's been your, I suppose, overall experience over the last few months? So... Honestly, it's challenging for everyone. Yeah. So it's uh, there is no question asked. It's it's challenging. Uh, lots of recruiters from our field lost their jobs. So yes. I know I know many of them because they they contact me, ask me for a tip. So I'm trying to help. Uh, I don't have any miracle list of jobs or opportunities for them mm-hmm. located anywhere. But you know, from time to time, people ask me if I know about uh, new sorcerer or some sorcerer or recruiter i'm trying to help them give them some advices uh about that or where to find some new opportunities uh and regarding the sourcing or the basically the the the, the approach the kind of approach i'm seeing that it's it's interesting that i thought that recruiters will have more time but i'm seeing that they are using more automatization tools uh, mm-hmm. and they can't properly set up so you will get the message dear at your name as a placeholder uh, instead yes. of name and uh, other things like, uh, f- you know, uh, I-, I saw that you are working inside the company. And so it's kind of funny on the one, oh. on the one way, but yeah. I I'm seeing that uh, it's, it's probably also because companies um, 
play of their teams or some of their recruiters from the team so their teams are smaller mm-hmm. but they are still need to produce some kind of work mm-hmm. uh, so they are trying to find some ways uh, like the optimization or use some various tools but they can study them properly so sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of funny to see also on twitter people are sharing those messages and i'm and i made some of those mistakes too nobody yeah. perfect uh, Everyone does. but uh, i'm I'm kind of surprised that uh, some companies are basically spending uh, their budgets on tools instead of trainings of those mm-hmm. people, because those uh, we have we have and well, we had and we still have the opportunity to improve uh, your team through trainings, through uh, various tests, or uh, basically give them the opportunity to learn something new and that's one thing that uh, I'm seeing that not many companies are doing they basically uh, thinking how to how to uh, remove some of the recruiters from the team because the cost yeah I understand it but they are not thinking about what tools to remove or are they posting uh, or putting their jobs on the right servers mm-hmm. uh, that bringing the values because they can spend millions of dollars on things like I don't know Glassdoor uh, yeah. and the value from it could be like almost a zero and from what I'm seeing that could be one of the case for many companies mm-hmm. and if you can't glass door because mm-hmm. honestly you probably in most cases you don't need it um, the, yeah, the return. but if you cut the glass door cost now you can get cost for one two recruiters based Easily. on the location and yeah of course the cost uh but uh, so so I'm, I was expecting that more, more, more companies will be doing that, some kind of check of all their tools costs, because sometimes you can, you, you can have your ATS that is providing some mailing services by yep. tracking the emails that you are sending. So you don't need the extra tool for that. Or you, you have perfect opportunity, and especially mm-hmm. your sourcing team, uh, mm-hmm. if you have one, you have a perfect opportunity, go out there and during these times to test all those tools. Yes. Uh, they are available, uh, like the competitive tool, competitive tools. Mm-hmm. So you can get better prices. Um, mm-hmm. You can get more value from it. Some mm-hmm. of those tools you, you are using uh, are probably good, but they, mm-hmm. they, their competitors are way better. And I'm seeing uh, everywhere in the market, there are new tools every single time. And COVID gave us the time to uh, explore uh, basically give us extra time to, yes. to spend on learnings and, and, and also teaching the team and also give us the time to explore new uh, tools. Yeah. Because we usually saying, hey, we don't have a time. Now, yes. many companies lower their hire, hiring on you, when, I, when I was checking the hiring globally, it was like 20%, 30%, that, that's the max. Uh, mm-hmm. So they lower their hiring uh, activities, uh, but they are not, based on the feedback I'm getting from, from recruiters, they mm-hmm. are not using on things that could help them uh, improve uh, their processes and, and, and sourcing. And also it um, that thing sh- or that time should uh, be perfect time to evaluate those tools, as I mentioned, yeah. uh, so they can just figure out, or they could prepare themselves for the f- future that will be coming. So, hundred percent, yeah. You mentioned there about you know automation tools, um, and when they don't necessarily work correctly, like the <laughs> placeholder and so on. 
what 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 automation tools have you seen work very well or in your experience you know when when is the right time for a company to look at automation tools um and yeah, I, I know that uh, it will sound kind of weird to some people but i don't use so many automation tools because mm-hmm. i still believe that the personal approach i that that i rather spend uh like 10 15 20 minutes to check the the defining the, the right person mm-hmm. and then another 40 minutes to prepare the the message that the person will not going to uh reject uh, that easily so mm-hmm. the outreach uh, tools that are on the market i never saw a tool that is really good uh and and the tool is usually good as the person who is handling and when you start using those automatization tools uh the the problem is if i'm the customer of that tool and that tool uh, is used by other competitors on the market all those messages will look the same Yes, yes. And that's that's the problem. I like to I, I'm using various tools for like reporting to automate mm-hmm. uh, reporting. The perfect tool is a uh, tableau. You just mm-hmm. put the data yep. there, yep. generate the data and I, I can cr- yep. and I'm able to create any recruiting report in Tableau mm-hmm. within few minutes. And uh, Tableau is amazing. Yeah. But that's for reporting. Yes. For outreach, uh, I'm trying to use not to use those tools and trying to personal approach with the candidates. And uh, for other parts like the marketing, uh, marketing things, there are uh, tools that help you to uh, share uh, share the, the, the postings uh, through our, uh, various job boards. Mm-hmm. Then yes, those tools like uh, job... Uh, job target yes yeah. that's that's something that it's very helpful because mm-hmm. you don't need to put uh, the, your jobs everywhere you just basically select where you where you need to uh, share them and that's all uh so uh tools like job target definitely yes uh tools for uh uh searching for candidates like amazing hiring yes uh or other tools like ritual those are the tools that help you basically optimize everything. Uh, but the the outreach, the contacting candidates through job templates, I still don't find, I still uh, not using those tools like every day and uh, especially because candidates know that it's a template. Yeah. And I just trying to be sure that I approach 10 and one of them will be the higher instead of hundreds with sure. one click because uh you know you will always uh, reach out somebody from the similar company mm-hmm. and uh if you are approaching for example if you are reaching people in google and those two people that you approach are working in the same talk. office yeah they you will can, talk and talk. yeah and that in that moment i basically killed my two chances there any chance you had yep. yeah yeah i i 100% agree with you we we have found um, probably in the last kind of, I suppose, 10 months as such uh, with Visage, um, our clients are coming to us not so much for, you know, high volume or, you know, they've got this big project. I mean, 
they are part of the reasons as to why they're coming to us. But some um, some of our clients are coming to us because of our outreach function. Uh, mm-hmm. So not only do we do the sourcing, but you can also outreach candidates through our platform. Now, you absolutely hit the nail on the head and what you said is your outreach is only as good as your person that's driving the outreach. So if we, if I mean, one of the first things that we say to our clients are, you know, you will not get the return. You will not get the response unless you personalize your email. And I'm a firm. I'm I'm a real big believer on tools that will do follow ups for you because as a sourcer, you know, I don't have time to be sending, you know, one, two, three emails to the same candidate. I want a tool that can come in. I can personalize it, and I know then that the follow ups are taken care of. The problem, as you said, exists when that user doesn't have time to personalize they're going to use the company template or they're going to use that that um outreach uh, company's template which is not personalized and we've had our clients come back to us um that have said you know candidates wrote back to me and said wow you read my profile because we've been able to allow them the variables to fill in the information like their job title or their not look, is there more that we could be doing as an organization to allow our clients to personalize? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's we, we definitely find that our clients get a lot more return on investment when they do take the time to sit there, create one template, you know, however long it is, a paragraph, two paragraphs, but that's really hyper-personalized. And we've been saying this in the industry for years, like personalization is key. Oh, of course. Plus, you know, you mentioned uh, your your tool. Uh, I like it because it's a combination of uh, the modern AI, machine learning, and all the things behind the tool, and also the the human element. It's like. Yes. Uh, it's not the pure AI that yeah. some people are trying to, uh, or some people are trying to sell. Like, hey, uh, here is a one click, and everything will be done. <laughs> but uh, no, we were not. all sold at the beginning. We we all got trapped, and we all said, yeah, "Oh my yeah, god!" It's, it's 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 like this AI will AI will never going to no. sell solve no. all your problems. Uh, maybe in the future, uh, probably in 10, the 20 years. Who yeah. knows? But the humans are so unpredictable. Yeah. And uh, one thing of uh, that is working on person A is not going to work on person B. No. And uh, I was chasing one person for uh, one company for four plus years. Wow. And basically every quarter uh, he told me, hey, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not ready to change. I was like, okay, sure, no problem at all. No and we chat about various things. And uh, then after almost four years or more than four years, uh, that was the right time. Okay. And those approach tool, the 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 tool could Wouldn't. send the messages like every every yeah. quarter. Hey, are you ready to change? Yeah. Are you ready to change? But the recruitment is and will be about humans, yeah. and the yeah. human element will be a really important part in yeah. the future because uh, you will be in the world that is filled with technical tools, uh, mm-hmm. the AI chatbots, uh, mm-hmm. the voice bot, etc., yeah. and. Uh, I don't want to spend my time to chat about really important things like career with yeah. some freaking chatbot, and because chatbots are just filling the the forms. They're, yeah, it's the it's the proper it's, it's the way how they are hiding that that you are basically filling the form and you mm-hmm. feeling uh, or you, you've got some experience like oh my god you 
communicate with not communicate with the humans but it's modern no it's it's not modern it's just no. tricking people to fill the forms and yeah. the voice voice chatbots are not clever enough that they can have the uh, like they can really understand uh, the, the accent, emotions yeah and every person has a story and for mm-hmm. me as a recruiter their story is important yeah. because yes uh, i will not be able to find the job for everyone mm-hmm. that's basically the reality but yeah. what i can what, what what could happen and what is happening is that within the two weeks or two months or even two years mm-hmm. there will be the perfect opportunity for that person and i can remember and i was like that person told me that he's looking for that type of job and because he's bored about this he could be perfect fit mm-hmm. or, or some of some of my friend could reach me uh, and like hey uh i'm looking for a person who can be fit for that or for this and uh helping uh, our our job of uh, or our job as a recruiters is helped or our companies to find the right profiles and yeah. the right candidates um, and turn those candidates into a new co- uh, into our new colleagues but also we have the ability to help others uh, they mm-hmm. are struggling that's the reason why i trying to help the people who reach me uh, so i'm trying to help uh, to with their cv i'm trying to mm-hmm. improve their cv and give them something i don't have uh, so much time so i it's kind of impossible to help everyone everyone i'm always <laughs> yeah it, it it's 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 tough uh, but it uh, and i'm and i'm trying to help those people for mm-hmm. one simple reason because i believe uh, it's uh, what we should do help others uh, but yeah. it also helping to learn a little bit more about that person and you never know uh the, it's uh, the recruitment it's about humans and networking yeah. and uh i could be in the situation that i will be looking for a job or my friends will be looking for a job and True. those people could be the people who can help them uh to find the opportunity so mm-hmm. uh it's recruitment it's not rocket science but it's hard it's hard yeah. because you are dealing with humans Mm-hmm. and uh and you also dealing with the people who react on things so there are, there is lots of emotions involved and that's the part that uh it could not be covered by any any ai no well right now it's no, not not right now i totally agree i think we're 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 a long way away from where i think everyone maybe hopes that ai is right now like we're we're definitely not and i mean i'm i'm working for an ai company like we we are marketed as an ai crowdsourcing company but as i say or as you as you as you kindly said our we're plugged by humans like we could yep. not do our job without our crowd of of sourcers which are dotted across the world just to wrap up again um what what would your i guess one piece of advice be to a recruiter and i think of myself when i was starting out in 2011 uh 10 almost 10 years ago what what would be the one piece of advice that you'd give to a newly um starting out in their recruitment career or the recruitment journey what would be the one piece of advice that you'd give to them well i'm usually saying don't give up <laughs> uh <laughs> because uh uh the there, there, there are lots of trends every year. There is a new trend. I personally believe that the, for 2021, uh, the new trend uh, will be content marketing. The importance of content marketing uh, will yeah. be something that will be uh, 
big thing in in recruitment uh, during next year because you will need to um, properly market your opportunities on the market that it's still living in the fear of uh, the COVID, the crisis, and you will need to uh, find a way how to properly market with the right content uh, that the changes that are happening in your company because mm-hmm. uh, COVID basically changed the world uh, already and it will be affecting and changing the, wor- the, the way how we work. Uh, so if there is a recruiter who just enter uh, our field, so don't give up is the, 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 the advice because there will be lots of changes and mm-hmm. the, the, those recruiters as me and others, we need to be flexible because those uh, things like COVID, economic crisis uh, and things that are happening, the, the environment, the whole thing with the environment will be changing our lives and it's already changing. So we need to be flexible and recruiters need to be flexible because right now it's not uh, about the ping pong tables in the company because honestly, nobody cares about ping pong tables. I never care about those ping pong tables because (laughs) that's the thing that uh, it's not important. Work-life balance is way important for people because our time in the world is limited and Mm -hmm. I prefer to, to... spend time with the people that are close to me rather than just work 24 seven. And uh, we can see that people are also choosing companies. They offer some some opportunities, work from home, mm-hmm. work, work working remotely. I, I still don't think that working remotely will be like super amazing. Uh, Forever, uh, for every company. For everyone. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I believe that companies will be still looking for even if they're going to be looking for remote people, they will be choosing people they or they will be offering work from home, but from the city yes. or or yeah. the, 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 the near areas or that country. It yeah. won't be uh, selecting people uh, in different countries because the tax reason, legal reason, yeah. and there are so many things. Uh, but yeah, there are so many articles saying mm-hmm. remote work is a future. I agree. Probably, I, I, probably, I mean... I definitely think um, that companies have to be set up to be able to offer that. Like yep. not, not every company is going to be able to hire people remotely from different parts of the world. But what I do think COVID has done, um, especially here in Ireland, uh, remote working or working from home was very, um, I suppose, wasn't very popular, uh, especially maybe even outside of the big tech giants in Dublin. Uh, you know, the smaller companies, it was very alien to them, you know, and 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 I, what I noticed as well is agencies in Ireland, and you've worked in an agency, I've worked in an agency, it's all about being on the phone, you know, going out physically meeting clients um, and candidates, and COVID has changed all that, and I think it has definitely shown that, you know, hang on a second, actually, we can be productive, and we can close deals and, and hire people by maybe working two or three days a week from home, or giving people that flexibility. So I do definitely agree with you that um, remote working isn't going to be like, a, oh, let's move to the Bahamas and we can work from the beach for the rest of our lives. Well, there's also legal implication that uh, people are always saying that there are digital nomads and they are traveling and working from every country. But uh, if you are working for, with from some specific countries, you need to pay the taxes there. Yeah, exactly. And people are breaking laws everywhere. They are almost every every country. Crazy. So uh, people are ready to work remotely. 
yeah. but governments and countries are not. Are not. So <laughs> that's something, and it's not going to change overnight because no. uh, we have a COVID here for like nine, well, 11 months or maybe a Pretty year. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and people are forced to work from home, mm-hmm. but the legislation is not changing. No. So, so it will change, but it will hard for companies because if the company needs to pay for the electricity, internet and yes. other things, yes. uh, they will probably like, hell no, it will no. be cheaper to hire somebody who will be uh, going to office. I believe office, the yeah. future will be like three days at work, two days from home or Agreed. some flexibility uh, because that's that's the way how yeah. we're going to work. But hiring, uh, like hiring people completely remotely across the world Probably not because you need to have some people, you need to have people in the the same time zones, ideally, if you would like to, if you are working on some important things, Mm -hmm. because that's the thing that is built, that is going to build the the relationships. And the reason why I'm staying in the company is the relationship I I developed during during the years. And if I'm just the face and the name from the Zoom call, I know it's also, it's like, if you have a team uh, of 10 people and you know eight people personally because you have some relationship and you have two people uh, from like Zoom calls yeah. and somebody told you, hey, you need to, re- uh, you know, let some people go. I know, I know. And that's, that's, that's the tragic of those uh, impersonal yeah. work relationships. Yeah. But I completely understand it's it's not for everyone. And I... Uh, I prefer the combination work from home and mm-hmm. uh, and having some office go, we yeah. it's funny because our company visage is set up to be completely remote workers um and i was a bit hesitant when i was joining because i had done remote working previously but my team were all based in london so i was the only one so i'd miss out on team lunches and you know like gathering in a boardroom talking about the end of the quarter and so on But since I've joined Visage, we're all in the same boat in that we are all remote workers. And although we get on very well over Zoom and we have happy hours and we do fancy dress for Halloween and everything is is fantastic. I know for a fact every single one of us just cannot wait for the day that we can all sit in a bar together and just share a drink together. Because you want to meet the person, although you can see them and it's just like they're sitting across from you. It's just still not as the hundred percent same as being across a conference table or being across um, or in a bar. As yeah, such. but I'm I'm not I'm not saying that you know if you are working completely remotely it's something bad. But no, you know, I know we 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 are still humans. And, yeah, uh, I, I've got uh, I've worked with one person for a year. Then I have the opportunity to meet the person in in, in uh, real life and that whole working relationship improved drastically because of course I wasn't only the the face and the person yeah as I say so yeah we we cannot wait we cannot wait for the day that we can all just get in and it was meant to happen uh we were actually meant to all get on a flight to go to Miami on the 14th of March and then Mm -hmm. lockdown came on the 16th of March so we were this close to it but I totally agree with you. I think there is a lot to be said for the physical human interaction. Uh, well, but it's one day, strange one time. day. <laughs> one day, exactly. Well, listen, I've taken enough of your time. Thank you so much no for joining us on our first episode. And um, yeah, thanks again. Mm-hmm.